Welcome to the pre-match, a footballing podcast delivered to your ears every weekend of the footballing season. As you know, by now you can find us on all the major podcast providers, including Apple, Google, Acast, TuneIn, and many more. Thank you all for getting in touch, as ever, with the pre-match pod. You can get in touch on Twitter via our handle, which is at pre-match-pod. My Twitter handle is at Graham Bailey. His Twitter handle is at Craig underscore Honeyman. How are you doing, Craig? Yep, really good game. Uh, another positive weekend looking forward to, to the weekend. Yeah, we had a weekend of international football once again, and it is the World Cup draw coming up this Friday, which we will preview and go through, let you know who's qualified, who hasn't, who's in what part, um, the potential opponents for England and Scotland or Wales if they make it through. So, Craig, as I said, uh, the Premier League is back this weekend, but let's touch on the last 10 days, two weeks of international football. Obviously, it wasn't too exciting for England fans because we had a couple of friendlies. I've recourse in Switzerland. Obviously, the, the main thing coming from those two games was, just, oh, was the, the booing of um, Harry Maguire, the Manchester United captain, which um, obviously, talking about, it, it was a bit, it's a, it's a strange one, isn't it, Craig? Because, you know, United fans maybe have. Um, some excuse whilst he's playing for United, but as you said to me off air, there's no excuse for England fans to boo him at all, is there? Absolutely none. <clears throat> I think he's been, um, alongside Jordan Pickford, I must say, Graham, um, one of England's better performers, um, at the, at the last two tournaments. He's never let England down. Um, I, I, I can't recall him having a poor performance for England, Graham. Um, and I was really surprised, really, really surprised. And and let's let's make it clear as well, it won't be Man United fans that are booing him uh, at these England games because invariably they don't really go to England games. Um, so I, I I really don't understand it. And I think a bit of a mob culture, Graham, I think Gareth Southgate alluded to this. Um, a few people start and then others join in and sometimes they don't even realise what they're booing. Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? Um... It's just, it is just mob culture, isn't it? And, and we do get that a lot with the um, international following. Sometimes you know, get a bit uh, um, hit up on the situation. Don't yeah, but it was a, it was a very strange one. In terms, so in terms of those two games, Greg, obviously Harry Maguire, we know it will be on the plane to Qatar. Yep. And I heard some quotes and, and from Gareth and about win the tournament. And as we alluded to, we went through our own squads before. We've seen debuts for Mark Gear, Tyke Mitchell, we've seen Conor Gallagher playing. And but I've heard obviously Southgate is is very low. Are you expect even from these friendlies, we've seen a few more debutants, Craig. Are you expecting many changes for I don't think we'll see many new faces on the plane for Qatar. And in actual fact, I think it'll be a, quite a battle for some of these players to to get to the World Cup. Yeah, and and I don't disagree with that too much either, Graham. We, we've, and we've and been, I'm not, I'm not yeah. criticising it because listen, no. we, we we made the finals of the Euros, so why would why would Southgate look to um, chop and change too much? Yeah, we we got to the semi final of the World Cup, we got to to the final of the Euros, and and this squad of players uh, that got us there, they know what it takes uh, to get to the last stages of of tournaments. Um, I don't expect loads of changes, maybe a, a, a few. Um, Listen, it was a shame Tammy Abraham had to uh, to pull out the squad through injury. Um, but Gini and uh, Tyreek Mitchell um, obviously give food for thought and, and Conor Gallagher too. I think those were the three players that maybe took an opportunity to showcase their talents. And it'll be interesting to see 
uh, how they progress. We don't have lots of options at left back, do we? We've, we've spoken about this this previously, uh, and seemingly now uh, Gini, after leaving Chelsea and signing for Palace, is is right up there in the in the thinking, having come through and played for England at youth levels. Yeah, but obviously of those players who played, Craig obviously Mitchell did well. Gear, I don't expect to see those in the squad, but. I think Conor Gallagher is the one who will be making Gareth Southgate think, won't he? And uh, he's he'll be someone who he'll need a good start to next season to get in. But he's, it's not beyond him, is it, to see Gallagher in that squad? No, I think I think the the star player for England was was Jude Bellingham, um, mm. and and then probably followed by by Gallagher. I think but both are full of energy, and both would allow England to play. On the on the front foot, uh, one thing that we do need to take into account, Graham, is the is the climate, um, and we'll need players that can put the foot on the ball and and, and calm it down. It won't be able to be played at um, at Premier League pace, and that's that's going to be a factor. So, um, I fully expect to see the, the likes of Phil Foden starting for England in in Qatar simply because of his technical ability to to put his foot on the ball and retain possession. I hope you're right, Greg. I think you may be wrong, but obviously, as we know, there's no bigger Fordham fans than me and you. But yeah, I'd love but, to see on, 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 on Fordham, I do think, I, I'm his biggest fan. I, you, you know that. Um, but I do think he needs to step up, step up his performances for the national team. I think he needs to bring his club form to England, which I, I've not really seen so far. Yeah, I don't think, I think he knows. And he, and Southgate trains from a bit with... I don't. I'm not sure Southgate fully trusts Foden yet, which is it, 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 that's his prerogative. I don't. You know, you got to make it's a it's a team game, as we saw when Italy won the Euros. It's a team game, isn't it? You don't just pick your eleven best players, and yeah. we know that. And it, but as you say, Bellingham and Gallagher, it's an interesting one, Craig. I do think that midfield department for England, there's not a better midfield selection anywhere in world football for me, Craig. You know, you've got you got three straight away. You got Henderson, Phillips, Rice, Bellingham. Gallagher, possibly me. And and do you know what, Craig? I do I, I think Mason Mount will get in the squad. Me too. Because he's loyal. But I tell you what, I think he might have a few sleepless nights before December. I think Mason Mount is a starter for Chelsea invariably, isn't he? Um and I it's think a bit, so long it's a big, as... yeah, it's a big summer for Chelsea, Craig. Because I think that from what I'm told, Chelsea, there's only two players in that forward department, Chelsea, whose name is not on the trading slash chopping block, and that is Havertz and Mount. And fair play to him, he, he has he's having to play that forward right role. So you know he's not in a he's he's playing every week, which is great testament to him and Tommy yeah. Tuchel. If he trusts you, you know you're playing well. But I think that does help with the, the World Cup scenario because Southgate knows he can play Mason Mount as an as a, as a attacking midfielder. He can play him wide on the right, wide on the left, play him even central midfield. So that does help get you in, doesn't it? He knows he's yeah. not a one-trick pony, is he? Well, I think it's the same as Phil Forden as well, Graham. Yeah, We've seen sure. Phil Forden plays a false nine. We've seen him play wide left, wide, wide right. We've seen him play as an eight. You know, we've seen him play all over the pitch. And you're right, Mason Mount does the same. Um, at, at Dortmund, uh, the way they play, Jude Bellingham's been asked to play as a six. He's been asked to play as an eight. And he's been asked to play as a ten. So we've got John so much versatility. would be very lucky to start in December, Craig? I don't think he'll start. I think he'll travel. I think he'll be part of the squad that goes. Oh, yeah, but you think it'd be Phillips and Wright? If start Phillips and Wright, you think? Um, Dep- depends how they start the season. I, I think. I think. I think it depends on the draw, Graham. 
And depending on our first game, I mean, they, they, I think we'll be cautious. We won't want to lose the game. And that will probably mean that Phillips and, and Rice start. My personal opinion is I would like one or the other. And I think Rice is the better player. So I'd like Rice in there with uh, a, a Bellingham, a, a Mount, for example, in a, in a, in a, in a three. But, Listen, we, 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 yeah, like, we know he's he tried and tested guys. He knows what works for him, doesn't he? Of course, he does. And like look, who, who are we to criticize? You, Gareth Southgate's done a phenomenal job. Yeah. And like you say, importantly, Graham, and you've just said it there in in your last sentence almost, is that he sees the the, the players in training. He sees course, how they yeah. react to one another. The blend. We we don't. Um, uh, to team, and, and, and as we say, to, to team, team Graham, Craig, you can't, correct. You can't, yeah, Bellingham, if we were picking out be- best 11 players, Bellingham and Foden would probably get in, but they have to show it on the training ground and fit into the team, don't they? Of course they do. Of um, course so they in, do. in terms of World Cup, Craig, let's start, we've been talking about the Qatar in coming in December now. We know 29 of the 32 places. So we have host Qatar, are obviously in... Going Craig from the African Confederation, we have Cameroon, Ghana, Morocco, Senegal, and Tunisia. They came through some mighty qualifying victories in yeah. the midweek, wasn't it? In Senegal, beat Egypt. Well, is Mo Salah sick of the sight of Senegal and his teammate Sadio Mane, who won on penalties again? Although Egypt, I did see some crit- I know you, you know more about Egyptian football than me, Craig, where I saw a lot of criticism of the coach for being so negative. And Egypt, yeah. they're not a pleasure to watch, are they? Which is surprising. Well, Charles Keres is the coach, and he's he, he's very cautious. Um, and and you look at the talent that they've got, the attacking talent, um, mm. and they're not really utilised as as such. Hassan Kuka didn't even make the squad. Uh, the, it was a, a proper number nine, and I look at that decision, and, and it, it baffles me. Even to bring him off the bench, Graham, if you need a goal, um, yeah. It, listen, the, the the penalties were were farcical with the laser pens that uh, yeah. the Egyptian players were, were, were targeted. Um, and if that, if that happened in Europe, Graham, you know, UEFA would be all over it. The, the federations would be all over it and, and probably the game would be replayed. Um, let's see what happens in, in Africa. Or certainly the, the penalty shootout would be, would be replayed maybe behind closed doors. It was just wrong. Uh, and, and yeah, I just think with the African combinations that we saw, the, the shambolic organization, I think something needs to be, they need to get a grip of their own. I think I think it starts with African combinations, Greg. It needs to be small, but we need to get a grip of things. They need to be a bit more professional. But yeah, those, those yeah, did, did, did you see the did you see the Nigeria game? Nigeria Ghana, where the, the Ghanaian fans stormed onto the pitch. Nigerian, Nigerian fans, fans yeah. after after the yeah, game. It, yeah, and you're like, what, they, they what's that? About? To get, yeah, they were lucky to get without worse incidents, weren't they? Um, yep. but that's that's the uh, five African teams there. Um Full of, full of talent, obviously, and we'll see how yep. they go. Uh, for Asia, we've got Iran, Japan, Saudi Arabia, Korea. They finished top in their two groups. Um, so well done to them for qualifying. Tough, tough little section that one. And there is possibly another one which we'll come to for the Asian section. Concacaf kind of dominated that section. Well yeah. done to them. Um, her, uh, what's his name? The kind of Herdman. Is it Nick Herdman? Sorry, I do apologize. The, the Canadian coach who was English. Yeah, um, young, young guy. Yeah, John Herdman from, from the northeast of England. So he did a wonderful job, kind of dominated that section. And they go through in Mexico and USA, who limped through Mexico. USA were hugely disappointing. They lost um, on the evening to Costa Rica, but still went through. Um, and then from Europe, we've got Belgium, Croatia, Denmark, England, France, Germany, Netherlands, Poland, and Portugal made it through the playoffs. 
Um, so we will have Lewandowski and Ronaldo there. And obviously FIFA will be delighted to have those two star names in Qatar, Serbia, Spain and Switzerland. And from South America, we have Argentina, Brazil, Uruguay and Ecuador with the surprise qualifiers from the top four. So well done to them. So the other three spots, Greg, as we mentioned, there's 29 teams through so far. One of the other slots will be Costa Rica playing off against New Zealand. For, for a place and that's a t- New Zealand they'll be quite happy I think to face Costa Rica they could have faced Mexico or USA so I think New Zealand will fancy the chances there of getting to another World Cup uh, Peru take on UAE or Australia who play off in the Asian so Peru versus yeah. maybe Australia you would think of Australia look look woefully under power at the minute it's very surprising how bad they look at the minute and then the final game is obviously the final European slot which will be taken by Wales Ukraine or Scotland. Scotland need to play off with Ukraine at the start of June. We have to see where that happens. If Scotland don't, then they'll play off against Wales. Um, so at the very least, we won't play off game there. And they'll all be in pot four, Craig. So we know the pots yeah. are a little bit a little bit strange because obviously there's this thing where it's not because of Qatar. The hosts always go in pot one. We've seen it when we're in Japan and South Korea, etc. And I do quite like this, Craig, because always that, that means you are going to get a group of death at some point because yeah. it means that Germany drop into pot two. And no matter where Germany are, um, you really don't want to play them, Craig. <laughs> you really no. don't want to play them in, in, in the group stage. So group pot one, Craig, is Qatar, Brazil, Belgium, France, Argentina, Spain, Portugal, and, and England. And so England will come out. And then England from pot two, they could play Mexico, Netherlands, Denmark, Germany, Uruguay, Switzerland, USA, or Croatia. And I imagine if we're doing group of death for England there, Craig, Germany would be the ones you want to avoid. Correct. And if we're going for our easiest group in terms of what we think, um, I would probably go for uh, Denmark. I'd be happy to have or USA. No, for me, I'd go Switzerland. I think from 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 those teams, I think yeah. we'd, we'd beat the Swiss. I think I think Denmark. I, you know, I was at that game in in the Euros, and Denmark were very good. One one of the more impressive teams at the Euros. I've got to say, Graham. Um, I'd, I'd like to avoid them if I'm being I very honest. Were, I, th- I think they, had, I think they were playing for obviously Ericsson. So I think I don't think Denmark will be as impressive as this. But they are there. They're in the mixing pot too. And USA, I get, I think they're all in the World Cup, Craig. They can all play well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pot three: Senegal, Iran, Japan, Morocco, Serbia, Poland, South Korea, and Tunisia. Obviously, it depends what you get. You can only have two European teams, can't you? So, yeah. in in worst case scenario, in this one, Craig. I, Poland. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd want to play Senegal and Sadio Mane particularly, or, or Serbia. In, I, I think. I Serbia think. England, yeah, I think. I think England would beat. Uh, would beat Senegal. Um, I think Poland and and Serbia mm. pose very different. I think the easiest one would be Japan. Uh, the the, the toughest Iran, ones. Not, not Iran. No, I think Iran have got some decent players, mate. Um, okay. I, I I think. The Japanese, yeah, you, oh, they've got, obviously, they've got um, Takeuchi, uh, um, the uh, Kuribashi, the Celtic guy. They've got the Celtic so boys, yeah. Yeah, they've got a few yeah. of those. But, yeah, so not, not a strong pot three there in some ways. And pot four, Cameroon, Canada, Ecuador, Saudi Arabia, Ghana, Wales or Scotland or Ukraine. So probably one of the British teams will be in there, Craig. Uh, Costa Rica or New Zealand. And then Peru, UAE or Australia. Um, obviously, I think, Probably look at Cameroon and Canada being the strongest two in there. 
Yeah. It's kind of kind of a very good team. I kind of kind of kind of a very yeah. good team. Yeah. Jonathan yeah. David at front. Alfonso Davis, I'd be the best left left back in in the world. He's fit, Graham. Uh, he is. Um, Ecuador must be decent from from their qualifying group. I've not seen a lot of them. Um, you know, you, it's difficult. That Ghana obviously came through uh, the, uh, the the qualifier against Nigeria. Well done to to George Bortang, who's now coaching the the Ghana national team as the assistant coach. Um, yes. I think that's that's pot four is the is the weakest pot, isn't it? Let's 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 call it as it is. I think the best case scenario is one of the teams that haven't yet qualified. That would be the best case. Worst case from that group, probably Canada or Ecuador. Yeah, exactly, Craig. Exactly. Um, that 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 is the thing. It's it's a it's a tough one to pick, isn't it? The World Cup. So yeah. how far, Craig? How how far should England be aiming at here? I think we should be aiming for, at the very least, the very, very, very least, the quarterfinals. Um, it's going to be tough, Graham. Um, you know, but we have got the players that could win it. I think we'll go in there as one of the strongest nations. Um, obviously, Italy, who won the Euros, haven't qualified. Um, Germany aren't what they used to be, but they're, they're, they're strong. Uh, Argentina will be strong. Brazil, of course, will be strong. Spain, it's a lot of good. T- France, in fact, France were probably had the strongest squad at the Euros uh, and went out with a whimper, didn't they? Really, um, I think they'll be looking to put that right. There's a lot of people saying we should be winning it. I don't, I don't know where they come from, to be honest. Yes, we should be trying to win it, but we're not the out and out favourites. Um, but I'd like, I'd love us to get to a quarter final and beyond and then it's anybody's you know it's it really is it comes up to to form and now players adapt to the climate um it's gonna be interesting Graham. i think it's gonna be a fantastic competition and i've looked at some of the stadia uh recently and they are magnificent so it's going to be a really interesting tournament and um yeah it, it, it really is craig i think england need to be uh looking for min- minimum semi-finals isn't it? but i say it depends on the draw who we get next yeah. round it's it, it, it is a lottery and we'll see on friday who we get so the premier league is back this weekend greg what not too much to um look at but we've just seen that bruno fernandez has signed his new long-term deal at, at manchester craig um curious time in this one craig has, has he done enough well, since he's been at United, he's, when he first went in, before Cristiano joined the club, he was their talisman, he was their key player. Um, and we did say on the on the pod um, that Ronaldo signing could affect him and in, in, in his contribution, which of course it has because of the, the, the penalties, etc., that he's no longer taking. Um, look, Ronaldo's not the future of that club. He's, he, he's one of the best players in the world, uh, one of the best players the world's ever seen. Bruno Fernandes, Securing to a long-term contract makes sense. It does make sense. Um, it'll be interesting how he reacts to this, Graham. Because I, I, I was only twenty-seven now, Graham. Yeah, he's not. He's not the youngest of players, but well, he's, he's coming to his prime now. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I think United have secured uh, an asset uh, and someone that they believe can take them forward. So yeah, fair, fair play to them. And that takes us on to the weekend action crowd. Delighted. It seems a long break, this one, isn't it? We've just come off. Yeah. It, 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 seems, it seems a really long break. But, hey, the players 
I was going to say the players should be fresh. A few of the players will be fresh because a lot of teams have been away on on trips abroad. We know Newcastle went to Dubai and I think a few of us went away as well. So, right, here we go, Greg, back into the Premier League action when we start with Liverpool looking to close up the gap on Man City. And Liverpool will go top of the table if they win early doors. Wow. Here, Greg, interestingly, they host Watford in the opening game. Um, this is when, like, the last probably the, almost the last chapter of the season now, aren't we? We're coming to the final yeah. stretch, and this is the final stretch now. Liverpool have got, I saw they've got eight games this month, a lot of games this month. But hey, if you're successful, that's what happens at this time of year. You'd rather be playing a lot of games and yeah. too few in April. So, um, I don't think it's going to take up too much of our time on this one, Craig. 12 30, hosting Watford at Anfield. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't see I, I don't see how Watford are going to be able to impact here. You know, Watford's best players have been away on national duty as well during the week, um, I imagine. Um, yeah, I, I think Mo Salah needs cheering up, as we said, for Egypt, and I think he'll get on the score sheet and cheer himself up and, and lead Liverpool to a 3-1 win. And they will go top of the table up to three o'clock. Yeah, I think... Uh, I. I Liverpool have been keeping a lot of clean sheets in the in the past weeks, mate. I think they'll keep another clean sheet. I think they'll score lots of goals. I think Liverpool will win this comfortably 4-0. Uh, and then it's all pressure on City. Yep, definitely. And later on to um, three o'clock. Brighton hosting Norwich. Oh mate, this, this, have, you, have, you, have you seen this game? This is this is this is the game of the weekend in the in the Premier League. Do you know why? Um, not at all, no. <laughs> because something's got to give here. <clears throat> Both teams are joint bottom of the form league. Both have lost six in a row. Oh, I see that, yes. Yeah. So, so, so something's got to give here. Um, that really doesn't make a game in a weekend, Craig. It really, <laughs> it really doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, go on. No, I, I, think, uh, I think Brighton will beat Norwich um, just 2-1. Yeah, I'd I'd probably have to go go agree with that. It's that it won't be a classic. Maybe if it's nil, um, if, it, if it's nil nil, can you imagine both sets of fans? I'm going to say one all, Craig. I'm going to say one all. Wow. I, I don't trust Brighton at the minute. I think Brighton need a bit. Of, but the summer needs to come for Brighton now. They've had a long hard season. Yeah. They've done, but they've stayed up mid table. So I don't think having too many complaints. Maybe they've only scored ten goals at home this season in the league. Wow. So we know where they need to invest, but we did say that in January. Yeah. We did, well. yeah. I think I think they will be investing. On to the next game, big one here. Top versus bottom, well, relegation threat in Burnley hosting top of the table Man City. This is a huge game for both teams. Burnley, I saw them against Chelsea and they're playing the better team now. Um, I, I just can't see Burnley getting anything out of this, Greg, at all. I, 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 you know, they're only four points off Everton. They've got a chance um, of getting out of this, but this won't be the game to do it with. Three uh, 0 City. Yeah, the, the, the other thing from the England game that I did notice, Graham, was was Grealish and Sterling playing together, um, and they played well. They did play well together. Um, Sterling played more centrally, uh, Grealish wide, uh, but maybe that's give Pep Guardiola food for thought with City about playing them together on a regular basis for 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 them. Um, yeah, Burnley me for me mate are really in 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 dire straits now. Um, they almost need snookers. Uh, I think that City will turn up. Chelsea beat them 4-0, didn't they, Graham? 
Um, yeah, yeah, they did. yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It was, it was, do you know what? It was on second forty-five. Um, they they had chances. Dwight McNeil, um, but big host. And but I tell you, with Burnley as well, Craig. I was talking to someone in midweek. Um, it was, and we were both querying, um, how well placed Burnley are going to be to come back up because. It sounds silly, this. I think Burnley, of all the teams, say if Watford, Burnley and Norwich go down, as I think we suspect now, I think Burnley the ones who may be not quite decimated, but I think they'll lose a lot of players. I think Nick Pope, um, James Tarkowski, we know is going. Ben yeah. Mee might go. Maxwell Cornet can't stay. Vekos no. probably can. But and then and then Josh Brownhill as well, who I know a lot of Premier League teams, teams like, and he's had a very good season. Quite yeah. Josh Brownhill, so yeah. they could be losing easily lose six first teamers there, Burnley. Yeah, I've said this before. If Burnley go down, I think they'll have back to back relegations. I think they'll they'll follow that trend of Wolverhampton Wanderers and Sunderland and and have Le- double Leeds, relegations. Leeds before that, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think I double think, relegation. I don't think it will purely because of who they got in there, Sean Dyche, but I think it would be up to the owners to back Sean Dyche because, as you say, I think they do you agree that I think they would lose a lot of players? Yeah, and there's a lot they've got so many out of contract, and they're a, a really old squad, they're a yeah. really old squad of players. Some good pickups um, there, though, Craig. I was saying someone like, um, I was speaking to a West Ham fan who, who, who said, Yeah, I wouldn't mind going shopping at Burnley if you can get a, a Nick Pope, Tarkowski, Maxwell Corner. They could help some decent teams in the Premier League. Listen, I think Big Tarkovsky's uh, very good. good. Purely because he's on the Bosman. Yeah, he's on the Bosman. Yeah, yeah. Nick Nick Pope's a very reliable goalkeeper. Um, Corny's done exceptionally well when he's played, uh, and then Big Big Vcost as well. He, he, he could, mate. If, if if I'm if I'm Brighton, and we just spoke about it, there they can't score goals. Barely go down. It, it, he's he's just go and sign him. You know, he's going to get goals for you. Um, I think it would be a really sensible signing for for them. Um, but I, I think I think City are going to beat them four 0 I think it'll be a repeat of the the Chelsea scoreline. And speaking of Chelsea, Chelsea are in uh, playing at three o'clock as well. It's unusual. We've got a lot of big games at three o'clock. Okay, um, Chelsea um, entertains in capital rivals Brentford, um, West London. Um, rivals at that. Um, interesting game, this one, Craig. You know, Chelsea going through the the sales now. We expect the sales to go through in two two weeks. Um, yeah, and it, it, it's now all down to four American owners there for Chelsea. We are going to have a Chelsea show actually, but we thought we'd save that for when they get taken over, Craig. And we can yeah. we can maybe have two Chelsea guests, and we'll talk about that in depth um, because we want to know their opinion on who takes over. As well, there's no point in speculating yet, but um, obviously, as I said, that is going to go through in a couple of weeks, and we'll talk about the future signings, etc., and what's going to happen to the squad. But in terms of now, the here and now. Chelsea are going to beat Brentford, Craig. You know they've. Uh, you know I think if anything, what this what this situation has done, Craig, with this takeover, it's brought Tuchel and the squad closer together. That said, yeah, that said, it looks like um, they might be losing a few players in terms of Rudiger and Christiansen in terms of contracts. But the core of that squad, it, it does need some work. But um, the players love him and they're playing for him, and they'll beat Brentford three 0 here. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I'm looking at some stats again, because you know I love my stats. Um, so, f- fewest goals conceded in, in 2022. <clears throat> in the Premier League, uh, Liverpool have conceded four, Chelsea have conceded five, and City have conceded six. 
Um, wow. So I can't I can't see Brentford scoring uh, against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. A three nil comfortable home win to one of the the best managers um, the Premier League has seen in in recent times. Yeah, his stock really has risen. Uh, with yeah. Thomas Tuchel. The new owners will have to, I think, a, a new contract for Thomas Tuchel. Um, were one of the first things on the agenda for a new owner yep. comes out when they take over. Uh, the game I'm attending at the weekend, Craig, I'm working at Leeds v Southampton. Yep. In, interesting one, this one. Um, Leeds, obviously, uh, Jesse Marsh won two games on a shot, could have won more. Hosting a Southampton team who are doing well in mid-table, 11th at the moment. They couldn't have asked for much more than that. And, and this game's there for Leeds to take it for me. Craig, I know there's been to people in Leeds camp how... The, the players are loving Jesse Marsh, you know. It's um, it, it, someone said to me, it's almost like Bielsa Light, where the players have got smiles in the face now, the pressure's off. But it, and it's not a total, it's not um, a complete change in system, you know. You know, we talk about these coaching trees in America, where Marsh he, he, he is he is part of that Bielsa tree, isn't he? He's a very similar. It's quite a similar yeah. system. It's not a major overhaul, which has helped. It's, it's, it's a clever appointment by Leeds, and I think it's working. And yeah, Leeds, Leeds win this for me, Craig. I think the Marshall have them at it, two 0 at Leeds, and uh, will. I, th- I think if if Victor Otto wasn't already planning for Premier League next season, I think he can start doing it on Saturday night. Yeah, Southampton in the last month or so have dropped off, Graham. They, they they've been very up and down this season, which uh, I think yeah. Ralph Hasenhunt will be very disappointed with in terms of finding that level of consistency because they've got some good players. They've got a, a game plan, a good style of play, good partner play. I like watching them. Um, I think this is going to be a draw. I think it'll be two teams that come out and press uh, high um, and it'll be a real good game. I think, I think you're going to see a cracker, Graham. I'm going to say 2 all. Yeah, yeah, I think the goals want to create. That's for sure. But he's certainly, yep. he's certainly got them. He's certainly got them playing playing with a smile and stuff now, which does massively help him. And we'll see what happens with um, Rafinha and Callum Phillips. A lot of talk around there, but it seems to be a bit more confidence now that they may do something. But it's all in the owners there, Craig, isn't it? If they, it, let's not forget how big a club leads are. If if a new owner is coming in, the San Francisco 49ers group. If, if they provide the funding, there's no reason why someone like Rafinha and Phillips can't stay there. Leeds, Leeds are one of the biggest teams in England. So it, it's on them, isn't it, really? Yeah, listen, I, th- I think, you know, there is the takeover talk in the background, which will bring a level of investment, It'll, but it will be stable and steady American-style mm. investment. It won't be just throwing throwing money at uh, yeah. at it and hoping that something sticks. We, we see what American owners are like and... Um, I actually think American owners can be good for for, for British football. Um, they it's do all about that... recruitment, Craig. Isn't it? As we say, of course it's all it about is. Recruitment. Like Liverpool, we, Liverpool was saying. I, I did a story last night last night on on Liverpool. They just they just spent what um, I think about a million pounds signing two young sixteen year old wingers. So yep. the best young wingers in the UK. That's what it's about. It's about it like Ben Dork and Trent um, Corney Doherty, who we'll probably be talking about in four years' time. Saying where these two come from. Well, look, four years ago they planned for it. That's what yeah. that's what good clubs do, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, if you look at what City and, and and Chelsea have done in recent years, they've stockpiled the best talent in in the UK and sometimes in Chelsea's case in in mm. in Europe. Um, we're talking about giving them the opportunity to play, of course, Graham. Um, mm-hmm. Or in Chelsea's case, they've made 
absolute fortunes on player trading, on players they signed when they were very young, developed them, loaned them, and then sold them for, for huge profits. And um, you can do that at any level, Craig, can't you? Because going back to Brighton, you tell them, going to Brighton, you've seen these, for instance, Redder and Van Hecker, Blackburn, but Brighton have got so many players out on loan. But that's the way you pick up these players when they're young and, and, and nurture them, and the good ones you keep, and you move the others on. And that, it's, that's profitability and how it's sustainability, isn't it, for these clubs? Yeah, hats off to Brighton's recruitment team for their oh, yeah, multi-club model, you know. Um, and we, talk, the, we did talk about Belgian club. We yeah. talked about Ecuador. No, I'm talking about Ecuador, Craig, where they were surprised qualifiers for the World Cup. Brighton have got, was it two or three players in that Ecuador squad? Yeah. They've already they've already snapped them up. Moses Costa, one of the best young young um, players in South America. But Brighton have already got him, they've snared him. And, and it's a way of doing it, isn't it, Craig? It's that you don't have to... And if you've got good recruitment, as we always say, Craig, isn't it? It's it's just key to these the way forward. So for for Leeds going forward and Jesse Marsh, it, it it's not necessarily just about giving him fifty million to spend. It's not about that, is it? Invariably, he won't be picking the players anyway, Graham. No. it'll be the it'll be the the recruitment team and the sporting director that gives the manager the options. And the good yeah, thing yes. Jesse Marsh is he's been raised in that European system, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, and, and, and where, where it really works, Graham, is that these guys are not making the choices for the, the, the head coach or the manager. They give them the options. So, mm-hmm. for example, they go, you want a left back. We've done our research. The, the, these are the four options at left back. Which one do you want? Or which two from the four would you have as your first and second choice? And then they go and try and recruit from, from, from that and, list. And do you think Marshall give Leeds that bit more um, flexibility than maybe Bielsa did? Where maybe he would rather go without than sign when he didn't want. I think Marshall be a bit more flexible. Yeah, I think I think the what the one thing different we will see, Graham, is that Jesse Marsh won't limit the number of players, which Bielsa yeah. did. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and ultimately that was to his detriment. Um, it it was it was a great idea in principle. Um, but of course, in, in practice, when you have two or three injuries and you, you lose important players like Patrick Bamford and you don't have a replacement, it's difficult. And of course, next season, Graham, we're going to see the, the Premier League return yeah, to the five subs. Say, Craig, yeah, it's a brilliant segue, that, Craig. Yeah, we did we mention that, the five subs thing, which, um, yeah, I, 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 I think it's one of those where it'll make headlines. I don't think we'll see it too often. I think we'll probably more see it when... The teams are losing last minute and you'll see another three players thrown on up front, Craig. I think that's when you're likely to see it. I don't think. Because because what I did I did notice that when um Pep has all these youngsters on the bench and stuff, he doesn't just throw out debuts willy-nilly, you know. He makes he only hands out what he thinks players are deserving. If you do notice that, he doesn't just bring on players last five minutes, he'll make he makes them earn it. And so I don't think it in all honesty, Craig, I don't think it'll make a huge difference to the Premier League, do you? Um, I actually think it will, Graham. And, and okay. the, the reason, yeah, the, the reason I think it will, I think it'll impact the promoted clubs more than anybody else, because they they will not have the quality of squad mm-hmm. to make five impactful changes. With all due respect to them, yeah, where so I think so. It's not saying that they won't have the numbers; it's the quality. No. It's a quality. So, yeah. so if you're if you're a Brighton, for example, you, which is a, a again a good example, um, you're going to have a better bench than any of the, the three promoted teams. So it gives it, you an it, advantage it actually, over them. So Brighton are one of those clubs who actually might take advantage. I see what you're saying, Greg. They might yeah. take advantage because they can then use more that t- more that player pool. Correct. Got. 
which Bright- and, and Brighton's playable will surprise a lot of people, wouldn't it, Craig? If you look at Brighton's yep. players out on loan, you think, wow, yep. I didn't realise it had all these international players. Same, and yep. it's about the same as a bit of Watford and, and not some of these teams where some, some of these teams have deeper squads than we think. Yeah. Where's a Brentford, the newly promoted teams, as you say, at Brentford, for instance, they're probably they're going to have to use their B team. Um, yes. More, but it might give a minute. I guess it's good for their B team system because it means probably more minutes for some of these players who wouldn't get it. I, I, ju- I just think we, we will see, Graham, in my opinion, um, we're going to see two teams promoted from the championship this year that have got parachute payments and they've utilised that from, from getting relegated from the Premier League. And then I think next season, from the three that go up, two will come down because of the, the strength of squads that the others have. Uh, do, you and the the, champ- do you think the championship will have to follow suit? Yes. Maybe go, maybe go to four, maybe? But I, uh, think I, think, five, I think five's too much, but I think, I think if, if the AFL went to four, it might make sense. I, I think if, if you're following, you've got to, you've got to go five. Um, but let's, make, let's see what it, it will make for some great care. You can see those, uh, I can see the Chris Wilds this world throwing on five subs with five minutes to go and stop it. Maybe there'll, some, the, there'll, be some, there'll be some great finishes coming with this new system. Maybe if you, if you look at what Ishmael did at Barnsley, Barnsley during, yeah, yeah, du, yeah. Du, during, uh, during lockdown, his front three players played for 70 minutes and they were all taken off and replaced by three fresh players. And you, you saw it week in, week out, and it, it got the results, got them into the playoffs. Yeah, it's very much like the um, system that we see in, in Rugby Union, Craig, where it sounds safe, but Rugby Union now is the thing where after an hour, they take off the off the, the two props and the hookers and replace them. That That is just what happens now. And so, yeah, I think I think Ishmael had a, a very good system there, actually. I think I think the sort of Ishmael subs is the sort of thing you might see with the Liverpool and City where you do yep. the, these high-pressing teams. Like, you're in an hour into the game and normally think, oh, It'll slow down a bit now, but then look at look at Liverpool. They can bring a, a Diaz, Diaz, Firmino, whoever off the bench, thinking blink and heck. We've just had Mane, Salah, and whoever, and now they're bringing a fresh set of three. So, so City and Liverpool, as you, yeah, I do. I'm conscious that they they could benefit massively, but it'll make yeah. their games even more interesting. So yeah. uh, it brings us on to the last game of the three o'clock. So big Midlands derby here, Craig. Wolverhampton versus Aston Villa. Cracking game here at Molyneux, eighth and ninth. Wolves still still have real hopes of a top six finish. I'm not sure. I'd, uh, they'd argue they probably are in top four um, contention, but I think more top six um, against um, a Villa team who up and down lost the last two. Very disappointing Villa that have probably been wanting to push for top six, but they've lost those two games and they're out of it now. Mm. Um, Interesting one this one. I think I think um, I think Wolves are a very good barometer for Villa. I think I think we we do forget where Villa have come from and making that step up, and, and Wolves are, are a good benchmark for for Villa who will want to overtake them. But I don't think it'll be this weekend. I think Wolves will get the win two one. Two very unpredictable teams, okay. I think Wolves are very predictable, which is they don't score a lot and don't concede a lot. Um, which obviously they got beat by Leeds didn't last time out three, three two. After, two yeah, they, they were two that, up and a man sent yeah, off, didn't that, they? And, that was, they threw that game. I watched that game. They threw that. Yeah, they threw yeah. I mean, the, the interesting thing here, Graham, is it's eighth versus ninth in the league, but there's ten points between the two teams. Yeah, it's a I mean, massive they're, jump. They're aren't really. Um, yeah, it's a top eight are gone, isn't it? And Villa, yeah, I, so this is as good as Villa can finish, really. Yeah, listen, Villa, Villa won't finish above Wolves. The best Villa can do is finish ninth. I think, I think personally, Leicester will finish ninth. And I think Wolves will win this game 1-0. 
Uh, takes us on to the 5.30 kickoff. Manchester United hosting Leicester City. Um, Leicester starting to show a little bit of form. Obviously, yeah. far, far too late. I think Leicester are one of the ones where they need to have the good summer. But you know, I, I'd keep an eye on Leicester. I think with Fafana signed a new deal, I think there's a little bit of hope that Tillman signs. I'm not so sure he will, but... They see them looking at Charles de Catley. I think Leicester, I think Leicester are in for a good summer, Craig. I, I really do. Uh, against United team, who, who know, who knows what we're going to get, Craig from United. They had a brilliant win over Tottenham last time with Ronaldo to start of the show, rolling back the years. There wasn't he? It was a wonderful performance. Probably one of the best performances we've seen from any player in the Premier League this year, Craig. To be honest, that was sensational stuff. And and so yeah, you got a back man you to to come into some win both. Ronaldo and Fernandez. Fernandez's new deal. They're both qualified for the World Cup of Portugal. I'm going to give it to United three. I think a back-to-back three-two home wins. I'm going to give it to United three-two purely on the back of their Portuguese superstars. Um, they lost last time out disappointingly, didn't they, to Atletico Madrid? Um, oh yeah, and, we didn't. Make, yeah, yeah, they were, yeah, yeah, horrific, weren't they? Horrific. And, and, and we're out the out the Champions League, which was in contrast to the the performance against Spurs, which they were excellent. Um, I, I think Leicester will take heart from that. I think Leicester will try and get something from this game. I think they will. I think it'll be a, a two-all draw. Cool. Uh, yeah, just on United front, as we said, manager situation, we still don't know yet. It's, it's still a two-horse race, isn't it, Craig? We'll touch on that yep. next week. Um, there's still nothing coming out from the club yet um, in regards to Ten Hag or Pochettino, and it will be one of those two, as we've said to you a few times now. Uh, on to Sunday, Craig, we have West Ham versus Everton first up. Interesting one here. David Moyes against his former club. Huge game for, for Everton here. I think Everton, for me, Craig, I just about say, but they could do with another win. I think the home form will keep them up. The away form is atrocious. Um, you know, it's an interest. If Everton do finish fourth and bottom playing the way they are, do you think there's a chance they, they, they part ways with Frank? Do you think they stick with Frank Lampard? I think Costa do, yeah. Um, if, there's a I, break, I, if there was a break clause in the contract, do you think they might think? Hmm. No, no, I don't think they will. I think they'll, they'll, him, yeah. I think, yeah, I think they'll, 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 they'll give him time. They'll give him a summer, and they'll give him an opportunity to build his his own Cause, team. Because this isn't down. It's not. This isn't anywhere down to Frank's. No, uh, it's down to Frank, is it? And and the no. and, and the defense he's got. Fair enough. We may we may quibble with a few of his selection policies, but he he's been served up a really rotten dish, hasn't he? Yeah, he 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 really has. Um, you know, there's 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 no doubt about that. It's. Uh, it's it's a really poorly assembled squad, um, assembled by three or four different head coaches. Um, you know, two well, one sporting director. Uh, there's a new sporting director in there now. Uh, Kev Thelwell, who'll get things right. He's a very, very good guy. Kev, very structured, very bright, very diligent, real steady Eddie. A safe pair of hands. I think he's a real solid appointment for Everton. Um, he should work well with Frank, shouldn't he? Yeah, I think so. I think so. But uh, like you say, in terms of the game, I think West Ham are due to give someone a battering. Um, and, and I think they will absolutely batter Everton. I think 4-1 to West Ham, mate. Yeah. And West Ham, they are in seventh grade. You've missed that. I've... Do you think it's one of those shoulda, woulda, coulda? I reckon that I do suspect they look back to January and think 
we should have tried that little bit, not not harder, but a little bit earlier to get that striker in because I think we knew Antonio, his legs, it's, it's a lot to ask for him. He stayed fit, which we call you can ask for him, but to continue on his on that streaker, he was going to, yeah. almost, he would have got 40 goals if he carried on that streak. They didn't help Antonio at all by taking the pressure off, did they? No, they didn't. I, th- I think they should have gone out and signed someone like Mitrovic. Um who, who would have given them a guaranteed goal return? And Nunes, they tried for Nunes, and probably they probably offered yeah. enough. But when you're doing it on the last day of the window, it's very hard to persuade teams to sell, isn't it, Craig? Very, very difficult, almost, almost impossible. Um, how can they get someone in to replace him when they've still got the competitions that they're playing? Yeah, in? yeah they're going for the Portuguese title and stuff, aren't they? So it's yeah. very difficult. And still in the Champions League. So how how do yeah. they get someone to to and look to... and and in D grade they kept Nunes and beat Ajax. So, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think West Ham have had a good season, but I think this could have been the season where they they, they could have finished fourth and yeah, uh, not going yeah. to. Yeah, um, I totally agree with you here. Um, it'd be remarkable if everyone got something. They won't. Three uh, one. Um, it's hard, isn't it? That's stri- Calvert Lewin and Richarlison. They've got a almost like a top four strike force, Craig. But it's just that defence, isn't it? Yeah. Um, on to Tottenham versus Newcastle which is uh, last Sunday game Super Sunday uh, I'm not sure it's a Super Sunday game for me personally but uh, Tottenham they are back in con- they've dragged themselves back into con- yep. fair, fair play to Tottenham they've dragged themselves right with- I think we both written, had written them off Craig yep. they've dragged four wins out of the last five to drag themselves back into contention As, but to be honest let's not as they should, they've got this. They should be finishing fourth for that squad for me. They, Son and Kane, you've got one of the best strike forces in in the world. So come on, let, let's not. And they've got and they've got one of the best coaches, Graham, as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, so, you know what I mean, this isn't West Ham, is it? Do you know what I mean, this is Tottenham was Kane no. and Son. So anyway, they're in real contention now against Newcastle team. Who fair play already how he's guiding Newcastle to safety. They are planning for the summer. And 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 the Newcastle as we know it, Craig, I think is dead because Newcastle after this summer is going to be a very different team to what we know. Yep. Um, I think they'll give Tottenham a good game. It'll be close. Oh, I'm going to say two 0 Tottenham. You know, did you those stats earlier, Graham, about the few goals conceded in 2022? So Liverpool four, mm-hmm. Chelsea five, Man City six. I did write it down. Yep. Yeah. Next on the list, Newcastle seven. Yeah, I just, and and Joe, what, Craig? I will throw his name in here. Um. For England contention, there's two players actually in Newcastle. I think are in England contention, apart from Trippier and ones we know. I think Dan Byrne and Matt Target are ones to watch out for. Dan Byrne, who, do you know what? Since he went to Newcastle, he's been outstanding. He really has. I'm not his huge biggest fan, but I think he'll be one who's on the radar. I don't don't get me wrong. I don't think either go to Qatar, but I think both could be called up before the World Cup. Um, in some regard. But anyway, yeah, I totally. It doesn't surprise me, Craig. It doesn't. I think they've. The and fair play already. How I didn't think he was the man to keep clean sheets for them, but he's done a great job. Yeah, and that was the point I was going to come on to was when when Eddie Hell went in there. You know, I I said he's not that defensive coach. He's uh, he's you know he's, he's fair, not a purist. Craig, he's not an. Those first few games, it did look like that Bournemouth team went down. To be fair, it was, yep. it, at first, it did look like that. Yeah, but listen, he's turned it around and him and Jason Tindall have made them defensively incredibly solid. The mm-hmm. sign of Matt Target, Graham, is, is listen, I'm a big Matt Target fan, as you know. Um, I, I, I don't think, um, I, I don't think that um, 
him him going to Newcastle should be understated the impact that he's mm-hmm. that he's had. And I, there. I think they'll do. Don't you think? I think they'll do the permit deal there, Greg. I think yeah, me too. Will, you know, he's he's got a top. You know, don't, don't get wrong. Matt Target isn't one of the best in Europe, but he's a he's a top ten left back in the Premier League. English. Yep. Him and Trippier. Do you know what? It's a sort of one where he can box out for the next three years. That's done. And, yep. Left back is done and dusted. He's got bigger f- problems to deal with, hasn't he? Elsewhere in the team, and he's a high yep. quality performer, isn't he? And he's been, he's proven that he can keep clean sheets and and, and also impact the attacking play. Um, on onto the game itself, I don't think Newcastle will keep a clean sheet. Uh, no. I think I think Harry Kane, Son, Lucas, um, the the real attacking threat from Spurs, and Spurs will will win this, but not by much. Two one to to Spurs. Is that is that for you, Craig? Four goals. Son and Kane are the most productive duo. In the Premier League, Son has provided four goals for Harry Kane. Level with another combination. Do you know who that other combination is? Combination this season? Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, I don't think it I think it might have even happened in one... Or it's probably happened over the course of two games. So it's four goals as well. No, I don't know. Uh, Pogba to Bruno Fernandes has provided wow. four, four goals as wow. well. So, yeah, there we go. Um, on to, we've got a Monday night game, Craig. We've got another capital derby clash. Crystal Palace and Patrick Vieira hosting Mikel Arteta's Arsenal. Ooh. Who, uh, this is a good game, this one, Craig. Arsenal yeah. are in form. Again, as we say, Arsenal, they are flat track bullies. They're beating everyone they should. But, hey, if you do that in the Premier League, you're going to have a good results. And that's what Arteta is doing. He's getting the best out of this team. Palace um, have had a bit of an upturn. Joe in Man City, the beating Wolves. Fair play of Vieira. He's brought it back around again. They did drop off yeah. drastically, didn't they? But he's brought it back around yeah. again. This is a good game, this one, Craig. And I do want, I think this game will totally depend on what we see come beforehand, Craig. I think if Tottenham and United win, this becomes a very, very tough game for Arsenal. It really does. I think, as we predicted, and we, I think we both predicted United and Tottenham to win. So, therefore, I'm predicting Palace to beat Arsenal here 2-1. I think Arsenal will not be able to handle the pressure here wow. of battling for top four. Ooh. Yeah, I think I did be a draw, I think. Um, a draw or Arsenal to nick it 2-1. Uh, but I'm going to go with one all. And if either team wins it, Arsenal nick it two one with their their exceptional young young English talent. On to the championship, and we do have a Yorkshire derby April Fool's Day. Hopefully, it won't be a fool for it is to Hull entertaining Huddersfield. Interesting game this one, Craig. Hull, yep. you know, Hull, Hull have put the feet, put the, the plan for the summer now. We've seen some extravagant links to Hull City there. Illicali, um, Messi, Ozil, Ryan Babel, if not more. We've seen, it's going to be, I think, I you said to me, Hull's going to be a very interesting club to watch this summer. It's going to be yep. very, very, very interesting. Huddersfield will obviously be hoping for a Premier League budget, Craig. They're still very much in contention. The top two, as we know, we've already promoted them on the podcast, Fulham and Bournemouth, our Premier League yeah. season. But this this playoff spots, um, I'm probably taking. I'm probably, I don't think Millwall will get in. I'm taking down to ninth, third to ninth. I'll get in, Craig, and I wouldn't I wouldn't rule out seven, eight, and nine getting in the playoffs. To be honest, but Huddersfield, uh, they're in pole position. They're in fourth place, eleven points with Luton, and, and, and the pressure that the as we said, Craig, earlier in the Premier League, the 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 last part of the season, the race is on now, and and some clubs you're gonna have to not get beat. Huddersfield can't afford to lose tonight. Um, I, do they have enough to win? I'm going to give him the edge 2-1. I think Lewis O'Brien will probably dictate the play or try to. Tough one this one, Craig. 2-1 Huddersfield, but without much confidence. 
Yeah, they, they haven't won in three now, mm. Huddersfield. Um, which is, listen, I think they are going to be in, finishing the playoffs, but they just hit a bit of a, a rough patch. You think um, they will get the playoffs? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I actually do. I think they deserve it. Um, fair, fair play to everyone at the at the football club. I, I, I did oh, not think the thing they would still, finish there. They, changed, they are actually. Um, there was an issue with the former owner um, going out of business, wasn't it? And I think yes. the, um, the owner coming in. Uh, we do apologise. Bruno came back anyway, in so. and, and and took over the club, didn't he? Yeah. So um, it's fantastic. He's a he's a he's a big thing. I feel Hodgkinson was having a few issues, isn't he? But yeah, uh, fair play to them. They've managed to get that done very quickly and sorted out. So um, that's fair play to Huddersfield, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think I think Hull tonight, listen, if Hull get a win there, I think they're safe anyway, uh, but I think if they get a win, that, that, that leapfrogs them above Bristol City and Birmingham, and they'll go all out to get the win. Um, I think they will. I think Hull are going to nick this, pile on a bit more pressure to Huddersfield, and Hull are going to nick this 2-1. With, um, I, I guess George Honeyman amongst the goals, mate. He's uh, he's due one, and Keen Lewis Potter fresh from his England under twenty one debut. Yeah, with Jed Spence, yeah, it's quite a few championship players. Yep. Uh, and and Lewis Potter obviously um, be tough for him to hold on to, him, but we'll see how that progresses for them. Twelve thirty kickoff in the championship on Saturday. Craig Blackpool entertain Nottingham Forest. Night Forest in ninth, uh, four points off the playoffs. Forest, they've got they have got two a few games in hand, so it's not too bad. But we would prefer my points in the bag, but against Blackpool in 13th. This is a tough trip, this one. Blackpool are not easy. They've got some good teams. And and Josh Bowler, who saw um Night Forest were desperately trying to bid yeah. in January. We all know what's coming here, Craig. Josh Bowler is gonna score in this game for 100 percent Yeah, yes. He's gonna show why Steve Cooper wanted him in the first place. Is it, is it enough to win? No, I'm going to say two-all draw, but Bowler on the score sheet. Two-one win to Blackpool. Exceptional manager Neil Critchley um, and Josh Bowler, one of the exceptional talents in the Championship, will be on the score sheet. Two-one to Blackpool. And then we have three o'clock games. AFC Bournemouth already promoted hosting Bristol City. Bristol City, interesting team, Craig. You know, we've seen, uh, we talked off about how good Andres Feynman was and Semenyo. Yeah. Um, who, to be fair, if he'd been fit most of the season, they would have a better dig at this. But um, they're just so up and down. No, I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy watching Bristol City. And Bournemouth are going to spank them here, 4 0. Yeah, I, I I think so too. Um, I actually think Bristol City, uh, a, a team really in transition um, mm. in in terms of where they're going with the recruitment. Recruitment's key for them this summer, and I think they've got to to. They're like a lesser to... version of Everton in some ways, Craig. Where yeah. that strike force is as good as anything in the division, but it's obviously the problems elsewhere in that team. Yeah, I think they've got to shift in maybe six, seven players in and six, seven players out, which is always difficult to do, mm. particularly when players are on good, good wages. And I know Vyman's 30 now, and so they'll be looking to keep hold, I know Semenyo will probably leave, but they'll be looking to keep hold of Vyman as well. 20 goals and nearly double figures assists. Yeah. People are going to be interested in that. Mate, he's, he's 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 one of my favourite players in this division. Uh, as as we've said all along, I think he will stick with them because they stuck with him last year and give him a contract after he'd been out injured all year. So I think he will repay that loyalty. But I think that Bournemouth are gonna are gonna bop them four 0 to Bournemouth. 
And here we are, game of the weekend for me, yes. Greg. And possibly in England, this one. This is going to be a great atmosphere. It comes at Oakwell, Barnsley entertaining Reading. This is all or nothing for Barnsley here, Craig. They need to go out um, and win this game. Um, it's a tough one. Lucas Jow is back to some sort of form for Reading, but Barnsley have got some great players in form, no? Yep. Is it Bassey? Bassey the player? Is it Bassey the player with like yep. John Morris? And and I think Barnsley play, Barnsley are playing for their manager here, Craig. I'm not sure if Reading are playing for Paul Ince. Barnsley win this one, 2 1. I'm I'm going I'm going for a for a Barnsley win too, mate. And um it really wow. does. I'm gonna sort of re- text my friend Khaled at Barnsley, he's probably falling off his seat if he hears that, but May I I I I like Barnsley. I, I like since that. January. I, I, to be fair, he's he's done yeah. the cracking this manager to, to even get them in. Con, con, I think you relegated yeah. in, no, in November. Craig. I did. So, I so did. for so for him to get them in content, even I must admit, it was tongue in cheek. I thought they were gone, but for Paragi to get them in in contention, he's obviously yeah, a very talented, he's obviously a very talented manager. You said to me you'd heard of him in Sweden yep. beforehand, and you thought he yep. was good then, but he must have even really impressed you. He has not. I've seen him. I've seen him live a couple of times, Graham, and I've observed him from the the director's box. Uh, so he's been directly below me as to how he conducts his his team and his business. And he's he's very positive. He's encouraging his team. He's not screaming and shouting negatively at them. He, he he is animated, but in a positive way. He's really impressed me. Um, as is Callum Styles, who I think he's their best player, who did go and play. Yeah, I love him. I love him. Yeah, yeah. I love him. He went and played two games for Hungary, so fair, fair play to him. Uh, he's now a Hungarian international at the age of 22. Uh, I think Barnsley win this 2-0, comfortable win as well. And then that, if that does happen, Craig, Barnsley will go within um, terrible maths, two points of Reading and firmly back. That, that relegation battle is firmly back on. And, and you know, it, it doesn't rule Peterborough completely either, who we'll come on to in a minute. But yeah, Barnsley, if Reading win this, then that's done and dusted in the championship, isn't it? So that is one born they've got to play for. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah, and, and the next game, Craig, is a sign of where these two teams are and why it's being played at three o'clock on a Saturday. Cardiff hosting Swansea City. Um, yeah. And the fact it's being played at three o'clock on a Saturday tells us everything about their two seasons, Craig. And they yep. are six, 16th and 17th in this division. Fair yeah. play to Steve Morrison. He's turned things around at Cardiff. He's got the job permanently. They are eighth in the form table. Um, some decent wins. Swansea, who um, one of the biggest disappointments in this division for me is Craig. Yeah, they have lost players, etc. And big summers ahead for these two. This isn't going to be a classic here, Craig. Nil nil. Yeah, I think. I think to the derby, it, it will be uh, played at a, a really um, high pace. I think it'll be... Well, because whilst football's on such a high, you know, Cardiff City Stadium hosted that win over Austria, isn't it? It's, um, it's a strange one, because Welsh football is on a massive high at the moment. Yeah, I do think you've hit the nail on the head. It's where the teams find themselves in the league, you know, 16th and 17th. That's why it's three o'clock on a, on a Saturday. Um uh, yeah, I think Cardiff are going to nick it, mate. Just uh, one nil to Cardiff, and probably someone gets sent off in the game. Yeah, fingers crossed them to improve because I don't think anyone's entitled to a Premier League place. But I think the Premier League with the Cardiff, I'd love to see a Premier League with Cardiff and Swans in it. You know, I think it makes, especially Cardiff, um, huge club, huge fan base. Like, see them up there. Um, two other teams who are looking for promotion, Craig, still Coventry 
entertaining uh, Blackburn Rovers. Coventry, they're only six points off, Craig. They'll still think they're in this. They've got a game in hand over Blackburn, so they they are six points off Blackburn. But hey, they win this three. The the goal within three points of Blackburn with a game in yep. hand. This is a huge game for Blackburn. Two good footballing teams, as you say, you know these two better than anyone, Craig. But they can't see each other out here. One all. Yeah, I, I'm going to the game, Graham. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, two two different footballing teams. Um, Blackburn, one of the best transitional teams in the division. When they've got Ben Burton Diaz in the team, that is. Um, and Coventry, one of the best footballing teams in the division. Um, Burton Diaz. Was, did... was, was, was he in South America over there? I presume he was. Yeah, he, 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 he played 80 minutes for Chile in midweek. Chile. Now, after being out for. For six weeks, um, I'm not sure that's what Blackburn Rovers wanted to see. And the game was a bit of a dead rubber as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. He's due to, to arrive back into the UK today. So it'll be interesting to see what state he's in. I imagine that he'll be on the bench um, tomorrow, which Coventry will be delighted to see. Um, but I think it'll be an interesting game. I think it will be a draw. I think it'll be a good game to watch. One all with Brereton Diaz off the bench to score. Uh, takes us on to Derby versus Preston. It's a strange one, it's a bit of a dead rubber here. Um, yeah. What what are we thinking here? I think Derby will win it. I think I think they they're playing for Wayne Rooney. I think the players are playing for the future. I think Rooney will put some young players in as he's done all season. Um, and just a note on this, mate. We really need the administrators of Derby County to sell the club. Mm-hmm. Right, we, we know there are bidders out there. We know that people are ready to take over the club. Mike Ashley being 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 one of them. Um, what I will say, Graham, is that, I, I, and I don't know if people are aware of this. Every day that the administrators stay in charge, they're charging this football club. Oh yeah, hundreds not, hundreds of thousands of pounds. It's you not, know, it's not, it, it's not a small fee, is it? Yeah, it, no, it's not. It, is, it Mel, to do is, it, is it the Mel Morris situation with this? I'm not really up on that. No, is no, it, it's, it it's, it's, it, it's the administrators. This, this this delay, I believe, is down to the administrators. Uh, the Derby fans want it sorted. The Football League want it sorted. There are people that want to buy it, want it sorted. Yes, there's an issue over the, the, the stadium and the training ground. Just get it sorted. Get it on the table. Get these issues sorted and get a takeover done. I actually think Mike Ashley would be a good owner for Derby. He'd be a safe pair of hands. He wouldn't overspend. He'd be frugal. Um, and he try and retain Rooney and, and and the squad together. I think we'll be really strong in in League One next season. But please, 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 uh, Derby County uh, administrators, for the sake of the club, please sell the club and and sell it quickly. Yeah, obviously we'd like to get him sorted out. And said Wayne, I don't think Wayne Rooney will stay. Though Willie Craig, and, and to be fair, no. he's he's more of improved himself there. And um, There'll be a lot of interested parties in Wayne Rooney, uh, certainly, now that he's done what he's done there. He can hold his head up high. He could have left for Everton. He didn't. He stuck with Derby, so fair play to Wayne Rooney. Yep. And I think he will uh, see a one-all draw on Saturday. I think he'll win 2-1 two, two, to Derby. Um, Luton Millwall, wow, this is a big game, Craig. Yeah. Not quite a capital derby, but Millwall fans will be a short trip up, up to Bedfordshire to face Luton in third. Millwall in tenth. There's only six points between these two. Two teams who we didn't expect to make a playoff run, Craig, but they're both there. I expect both these two to... I expect both to miss out on the playoffs, if I'm being honest. Even me as a big Luton fan, as you know. Um, This is a huge game. Huge game, it really is. I think it'll lend one all. 
Yeah, I agree. I think I think they'll, they'll to some degree they'll cancel each other out. Um, Luton will be favourite, but Millwall is strong, uh, and in Jed Wallace have got one of the the best players in the division, uh, and uh, I think he'll another, another, another one is his Bosman. Free, yeah, it's mate, he's a, such a good player. It's this midfield mid, oh, it's a midfield talent. Swift, yeah, Swift. <laughs> on Swift a, on Brennan, a, yeah, Brennan Johnson, Swift, um, Marcus Tavernier at Middlesbrough, um, Lewis Potter at Hull. Um, baller at Blackpool, so many of these type of players, Craig. And yeah, and you know, if if it, for instance, if Mills, you know, it's it's a really interesting, and there's so many of those players available. The championship is a it's brilliant, there's a real breeding ground. And Matari Stolen at Blackburn as well, a player you know well. There's so many good midfielders out there at the minute in this division, it, it's spectacular. Yeah, um, yeah. one of my favorite one of my favorite midfield players is uh, is Gustavo Hamer at Coventry, mate, who I, but, he doesn't, doesn't get the credit he deserves. Ball. Because he's more of that holder, isn't he, Craig? But yeah, terrific player. Yeah. He's a bit yeah, more like that. Um, he's a bit like more that Lewis O'Brien, Josh Brownhill type of player, where probably yeah. because they don't score, they don't score ten or get 12, 10 assists. Crucial players, but not as fashionable as the ones were. But yeah, it's still crucial, crucial players yeah. um, to their respective clubs. Uh, Peterborough hosting Middlesbrough in a in a big game, Craig. Peterborough still do have some hope of staying up. Yeah. Um, Probably no hope and Bob hope really, but uh, Middlesbrough have to go here, Craig. They need to get Middlesbrough being up and patchy with their form, up and down. They had a good draw uh, against Millwall, beat Birmingham, so they stayed the ship. They need to, they need to find goals. I think goals is an issue here. We've said this. Yeah, uh, it is. Big, um, Aaron Cottonley, obviously, as we alluded to, obviously he's managing to keep those pictures of Chris Wilder. He's got secret, so he keeps on starting. <laughs> um, I think Middlesbrough win. Then they need to. They have to win this, Craig. They need to win. I think they will win two 0 I think Balogun. I hope he starts, Craig. They've got Chris Wilder's mm-hmm. got to put his belief in him. I'd like to see Josh Coburn giving a bit Me more too. action as well. I think Balogun and Coburn with what more for Ben should be my three. I go with here, or, or what more starting Coburn off the bench. Um, but yeah, two 0 Borough here. Agreeing with you, and I'm 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 going to agree with you on the on everything you just said there. Um, I, I'd like to see Josh Coburn and 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 Flo Balogun start up front. Balogun scored three for England uh, during the during the week during the international break. If you're going to play um, two, Craig, make it difficult. Make it make it make it too different. So they don't know what what people wouldn't know what to do with them too. They wouldn't know. What no, listen, Josh, Josh Coburn's big, athletic. I got a yard of pace, strong in the air. Uh, Balogun technically brilliant, a little bit lightweight, but he's learning uh, the physical side of the game. It's been very easy for him at twenty three levels. He's he's so said that often so, himself. So, so yeah, so techni- technically he's 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 brilliant. He's really good on the eye. Uh, Conley really hasn't done anything to to warrant. Uh, is his place in the starting eleven, but off the bench he could be an option. Uh, but Duncan Watmore off the bench is 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 exceptional in terms of in terms of Peterborough. No, I, I think Connolly's because and we didn't even mention Spora there. In terms no. of the Borough forwards, I, I I'd have Connolly fifth in pecking order. I yeah, wouldn't. I don't I don't I don't disagree with you. Um, in in terms of in terms of uh, Peterborough. Uh, Clark Harris working with Grant McCann will be will be and dangerous. He just, he, I know he's just. I can reveal to people fans. He's just been nominated. Um, I did put him forward for the top six um, nominations for the Virtue Player of the Month. And it's the first time he's even been in 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 the reckoning. But he, at last, he's found some form, Craig. Yeah, and 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 good for him. Um, you know, he's had a, he's had a troublesome season. But I think 
working with Grant McCann will, I think, I think Grant McCann, I said this before, such a sensible appointment for them. I think Peterborough will win promotion. Next. I think they'll go down, but I think they'll bounce straight back up and McCann will do a, a great job. And uh, Clark has really get 30 goals in League One next season working with him. One player on loan there, mate, is uh, Hayden Coulson from Middlesbrough who won't be involved in the in the game. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And they've got um, the former Sunderland uh, player as well on uh, Bally Mumba on on loan from Norwich City. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, who's, who's, he was a nice player, Bally. I, I don't yeah. think he's a fullback. I think he's more of a midfield player. Um, but people have got nothing to lose. They'll come out and, and, and try and fire and get into Middlesbrough. Uh, but I think Borough will nick this 2-1. Uh, Flo Balligan on the score sheet. Uh, takes on to another huge derby clash, QPR entertaining yeah. Fulham here. And I remember watching um, Fulham Middlesbrough at at QPR. I remember Sean Davis yeah. when rebuilding the cream card. Yeah, I went to that game. It was so so there is a bit of rivalry here, two very close teams, two good footballing teams. QPR have dropped off um, recently, Craig. You know, they've lost what oh, they've lost four of the last five. Yeah, they have wow. dropped well off, um, yeah. You know, they needed, I think Elias Chair, uh, Albert Adorma, who I was talking to in midweek, congratulating him on Ghana's qualification for the World Cup. I still think they're full of confidence. I think QPR could snatch a win here, Craig. I think they need it. They're desperate for it. The fans will be up for this one. 2-1, yeah. QPR. Yeah, I, I think... They've got to get a, a, a response to that last game where they, they got they got beat by Peterborough at home three one, which is an awful result for them. They dropped yeah. dropped out of the top six. Didn't see that coming. Uh, I think Warburton's done a really good job. I think QPR have done really well. I think the the system with the three at the back and the wing back suits them down to the ground. Uh, Fulham, I've got the best squad in the division. They have got the best individual players. They are the best team. They've got a capable manager. But all that said, it's a derby game. All that goes out the window and it'll be blood and thunder and a one-all draw and a good game. Uh, takes us on to Stoke City against Sheffield United. Uh, big game, this one, Craig. Sheffield United yeah. pushing for the playoffs. We saw um, Stoke have dropped it at mid-table. You know, they, they've... They beat Millwall last time out, which you know it's it's unfortunate. They, they clearly got the players at times. They've had bad injuries. Um, yeah. I believe Stoke is sticking with Michael O'Neill next summer, and John Coates has has boosted them by writing off million hundreds of million pounds. They're a wonderful owner for Stoke. They've got a good manager. I think they'll be they'll be ones to watch out for next summer. But uh, will they stop Sheffield United's promotion drive here? Um, I think they might, Craig. I, yeah, I think Stoke are one of those teams who nobody wants to play, and and. Yeah, two. I think Stoke 2-1 here. I think Stoke 2-0. I think the they'll the beat Millwall last time 2-0, prove that they can do it. Um, you know, they... I tell you who's playing really well for Stoke is the boy from Aston Villa on loan, Craig. He's playing some phenomenal football, hearing great things about him. Um he's got a really strange name. Got a good, give, give us your scoreline while I find his name. Yeah, I I, I think um I think um is it the double barrel name? Bidens. Yeah, for um, Jaden Jaden Philogen Bidens, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, very strongly tipped, yeah. And um who um yeah, who Stephen Jared loves, but whether you'll send him out on loan again. Yeah, but he's had a very big impact, apparently. I think Stoke will win this 2 0. Yeah, and they have ones too. So that's it. again, all these divisions, there's so many big teams. If someone gets it right, Craig, isn't it? you can't afford not to go up and down sometimes. But Stokel are inherited. They spent, um, I did look at Craig, the, when after you, you know a lot about the parachute payments, it, yeah. and Stoke is suffering from the, the season they came down 2019. 
they spent fifty million pound that summer to come back up. And that, and everyone says, "Oh, and the total spend, right?" So the, the Stoke City that season, right? So, and I've got the spreadsheet open in front of me. I'm writing my dissertation, right? So the 2019-2020 season. Stoke City spent £141 million all in their entire budget. Wow. They, right. So they spent, so, so this is this is the key one for you. They got 56 points, right? They spent 2.5 million per point, which is the highest in the history of the championship. Well, yeah, you're back, so you're back and upgrade. Because everyone everyone thinks that when you say about Michael O'Neill, I wrote a piece this week saying um, obviously they were staying with him because he's had to he's had to put up with a lot of financial constraints. And was like, oh, what financial constraints? Well, there you have it. That's what there you have it. it. And he's been yeah. paying that off for two years, hasn't he, Craig? Cause, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of players who, who people didn't want. So there we are. Wow, that's amazing stat, isn't it? And that, that's and, the and, highest spend, Graham, just so you know, that's the highest spend in one season. For any club in the history of the second tier in English football, so they, 141 they, uh, million so, pounds. So they, they, theirs wasn't just from keeping hold of players from the Premier League. Theirs was trying to get back there. And that's what. Um, and and to be fair, anyone other than John Coates in charge, and they'd be struggling. Yeah, he's, so, a, he's a wonder. He's a wonderful owner for them, isn't he? He, he really is. The Courts family, uh, what they've done for Stoke City is is magnificent and uh, hats and off obviously, to them. And obviously they're going to go again. Yeah. So we'll see how they do. After 100, 100 million he brought off again. into. Uh, a, yep, converted to the shares. Fair so, well, play so, so well done to them. Yeah, but I think he'll be celebrating this weekend with that win, as we both said. Yeah. On to Sunday. Um, oh, wow. Oh, I'd, I'd, I'd rather send you to this one, Greg, than me. Birmingham entertaining West Bromwich Albion. West Brom... Oh, I I don't think they've got a chance to play. So I must admit, I think it's gone. Birmingham, oh dear me, Craig, this will not be pretty. This is this is Craig Honeyman on a Sunday morning looking in the mirror sort of territory. This nil uh, nil, oh ugly game this one. Yeah, it's like Craig Honeyman <laughs> looking in the mirror and seeing Graham Bailey. So that's uh, <laughs> that's how bad this one. No, I think it'll be a good game actually, Graham. Uh, I don't think it'll be I don't think it'll be a game for the purists, but I think. Uh, the fans will demand uh, 100% from, from both sets of players. Uh, it's a derby game. It's it's reputation. It's going to work on Monday uh, and either putting a paper bag over your head or going up there and shouting for your, your team having, having won a, a Midlands derby. Um, and I think I think Birmingham will nick this 2-1 uh, in not a pretty game, but in a real really entertaining game. 2-1 to Birmingham. I hope you're right for the fans' sake, but I suspect you won't be. On to League One, Craig. Full slate. Early kickoff, 12.30. Second place, Wigan Athletic hosting Bolton Wanderers. Yeah. Is it, is it still is it still the DW? I can't remember. Yeah, it might be. Um, on Yeah, so Wigan, good run of form again. Getting back into this now. Second place. It says it's in their own hands, Craig, isn't it? It's yep. definitely taking Bolton. Um, mid table done well. Ian Everton done a very good job there. Yep. Stayed the ship, but they'll they'll come again. And that's another big club. will be pushing for promotion next season. He's a good manager at this level, and he's shown that. But uh, he won't be able to stop Wigan here winning two 0 Yeah, two 0 to Wigan. Totally agree. On to Accrington Stanley hosting Cheltenham Town. Two teams again, twelfth and thirteenth in the league. These two teams amongst the lowest budget in the division. Craig, imagine crew yeah. followed by these two would probably be the levels we're looking at. So wonderful job being done by uh, John Coleman, isn't it? At yeah. He's brilliant. John Coleman's brilliant, mate. Uh, and Accrington will get the win here. 2-1 edge in Cheltenham. One all draw. 
Uh, Charlton entertain Lincoln. A lot of dead rubbers in this division. Uh, Lincoln, very lucky to be a dead rubber. They've just about got enough to keep them above it. But Charlton will have enough here, Craig. They'll beat Lincoln 2 0. Yeah, I'm going to go another one all draw, mate. I don't think there'll be anything in this. And then Crew v Fleetwood. Wow, this is a big game at the bottom. Crew already relegated for us, Craig, aren't they? But Fleetwood drew with Doncaster last time out, which was a very good point for yeah, Fleetwood, to be honest. And it stopped Doncaster coming up. Um, this one's at Crew, Craig. I think Crew will get a draw here. Well, no. No, I think Fleetwood will win. I think Fleetwood will win 2 0. Um, I just think Crew are crew now planning for the next season. I think they've just lost four or five on the bounce. Um won one one in the last ten, mate. They're, 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 crew are getting nothing here. Two nil Fleetwood. And I do worry for crew as well. A lot of good teams in League Two. They, I do worry for them dropping down divisions, but hopefully not. Uh in terms of the next game, we've got Ipswich entering Cambridge. A bit of a local derby this one, Craig. Ipswich are a team flying up the table. You you think they're destined for promotion, and I don't yep. disagree with you, Craig. Uh, and it'll continue here with a 3 1 win over Cambridge. Yeah, said for a long time, mate. You've got the best players in the division, they've got the best squad, they've got the best individuals. Uh, now they've got they've a good got, and they've got a manager to go with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a good good manager now who's doing a brilliant job. Um, CEO will be delighted there, Mark Ashton. Um, I think they will win this 3 0, they will get into the playoffs, and they will win promotion. Uh, and on to next is uh, a team looking forward to massive promotion. MK Dons hosting Shrewsbury Town. What a job Liam Kenny has done. Here. Yeah. Uh, only three points behind Wigan. Yeah, they've got games hand, but they're making Wigan sweat. The way, yeah, they are. Yeah. They are playing remarkable stuff, MK Dons. And Shrewsbury aren't going to stop them here. Uh, Scott Twine, one of the best players in the division, yep. um, will lead them to a 3 0 win. 2 0 comfortable win, MK Dons, and uh, a, a really good footballing team as well, mate. Uh, on to a huge game here at the bottom. Morecambe entertaining Burton. And I think it's crucial that Burton are safe here, Craig. I don't think yep. this is a game that Morecambe's relegation rivals will like to see because I think Burton's players will be literally maybe some of them on the beach before the game, having a little paddle. Nothing to play for Burton here. Cole Stockton will take Burton to town. Two goals for Cole Stockton in a 2-0 win for Morecambe. I, I, I think it'll be a one-all draw, mate. Um, unless, like you say, Burton are on holiday and then Morecambe will nick it, but one-all. Uh, Plymouth entertain Oxford, another big clash here. Great four, game. Four, four versus fifth. Oxford... I said, I said, I think these, I think the, the Oxford are the ones who will be replaced by Ipswich in the top six, Craig. I think they're looking over the shoulder. I think Cal Robinson's men, unfortunately for him, will bottle it. Uh, Plymouth in the playoffs, wonderful job by Schumacher, and Schumacher will guide them to a 2 0 win over the aforementioned Cal Robinson. Yeah, I think the, the loss last time out didn't agree him to, uh, to a very good Ipswich team. They'll want to get a result here. Um, and I think they will. It, it, Plymouth will win this 2 1. Uh, and Oxford will start to, to, to worry about their, their top six finish. Um, Sheffield Wednesday hosting AFC Wimbledon at Hillsborough. Wimbledon party companies this week with, uh, was it Paul Robinson? Was it? I'm sorry. Who was the manager at Wimbledon? Sorry, my. I've had a very fluffy. Who is a Wimbledon manager who party company this week? Big injury. Former player. The Wimbledon manager who lost his job. Was it Paul? Uh, Mark Robinson. I do beg you. Mark, Mark Robinson. Mark, I, I, knew, I knew it was Robinson. Mark Robinson. Yeah, he party company this week. 
Oh, is that enough for Wimbledon to get out of trouble there? Fourth from bottom, not for me. I think Wimbledon are banging trouble, Craig. And they did that, and you know, who's coming? So did, did they point someone straight away, Craig? I didn't have a point in the interim. I don't, I don't know Mark Robinson, but it was 20 games without a win, Graham. 20 wow, games. Okay. Which, yeah. Which, wow. Well, I just say that's right. Mark Bowen's gone in, mate. Mark Bowen's gone in. Right, well, he's going to have to give him some hope, isn't he? But I said there'll be uh, there'll be none of it at Hillsborough. Um, four nil for me. Oh, yeah, I, I think you're going to try and keep a clean sheet. So I think it'll be four, two, one to Sheffield Wednesday. I think Sheffield Wednesday will have too much for them, though, mate. Uh, Sunderland looking to get back into the playoffs. They dropped out of playoff spots, which will be worrying for their fans. Um, something you have long predicted, Craig. Unfortunately for them, one thing you have, you have got right, which is a uh, um, unfortunate. We drew at Lincoln last time, which isn't good enough for you know they're not playing badly, Sunderland, but they're not not playing good enough for the Craig. They, they, you've no. got to win it. You've got to win at Lincoln in their position. They are hosting Gillingham, and they have to win this, Craig. They have to. Will they win it though, Craig? No. That's the question. Gillingham are. Gillingham are playing well. Gillingham beat Accrington, drew with Chef Wed. Yep. I'm going Sunderland 2-1, but without any confidence whatsoever. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll win it. Um, I think there'll be a, a one-all draw and Gillingham will, will go there and make it really difficult for Sunderland. Great, job, being done. Great job by Neil Harris there, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Done. Listen, he's done a fantastic job since he's gone in. Um, and I think he'll he'll continue to do that and he'll, he'll keep them in the division and they'll get a, a one-all draw at Sunderland. Much to Sunderland's disappointment. Yeah, very much so. Wickham, Doncaster here, Craig. Wickham... Need a win. Yeah, they've dropped out. To be fair, they haven't been losing, though, but they need to get stop these draws. And, yeah. you know, if Wickham want to go up, they've got to beat Doncaster. Um, I'll give them a benefit out with a 2-0 win. Yeah, I think I think Doncaster are down, mate. I think, um, you know, they, they, they're not getting not picking up points where they should, uh, and they'll get beat 3-0 by Wickham. And that takes on to League Two, Craig. We've got a full slate of fixtures, I believe, looking at it. It looks like it anyway from, from where I'm sat. Barrow versus Port Vale is the first one. Barrow only three points off safety at the minute, Craig. There's a Port Vale team who got the win they needed um, last time out against Sutton, which I did predict, actually. You predicted Sutton in that one, didn't you? But it was a club, yeah. good, game, good game. Port Vale, a very strange team, Craig, aren't they? We knew they had the talent. They've had a drop-off. Um, but Dow Class got them playing again. High-quality squad, we knew that. And they'll have far too much for Barrow here. Business end of the season now, 2 0 Portville. Yeah, Portville have too much for them. I, I, I agree with you. Um, 3 1 to Portville. And a win for Portville will put them level on points with Northampton, who are currently in third. Again, this division, Craig, to let everyone know, Northampton are third on 66 points. Yeah. Two points ahead of Mansfield in eighth place. One, two. So that's six teams covered by t- three points. Remarkable. In fact, fourth to eighth, every team is on 63 points. All five teams are separated by goal difference. But part, and, and, and it doesn't seem like much. Portville are 10, uh, virtually what, nine goals, eight goals ahead of New, Newport County. Portville have got like an extra point in the division there so yeah. that could that could have a major bearing on things it really could well another team in one of those teams on 63 points Craig is Bristol Rovers they host Bradford City uh, Mark Hughes taking it facing Joey Barton that'll be a fun sideline won't it this weekend for sure yeah. Bradford City uh, they're getting some good results they're a hard team to beat Craig look at these 
the only losses are two ones. The Drew at Newport. Bradford are a very different team now to what we saw before. Bristol Rovers, as I predicted, lost to Carlisle. I'll tell you what, my Division 2, League 2 picks last week were sensational, Greg. I did pick this one as well. Carlisle did beat Bristol Rovers. But Bristol Rovers at home are a very different animal. Bradford will make it hard, but the Bristol Rovers, if you want to get in the playoffs, they have to win this. Aaron Collins is playing some sensational stuff. You picked him out as well as Anthony Evans, Craig. Yeah. Aaron Collins. Um, 2 1 Bristol Rovers. They need to win and they'll get it. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I went to watch Bradford last week um, against Newport County, uh, which wasn't a classic. Um, <laughs> It wasn't, mate. It was, uh, it was quite a disappointing game, which lacked quality in the final third for both teams. Um, Newport, Bradford came out the first 15 minutes like a house on fire, did really well. Then Newport took over, dominated. Then Bradford had a, a little spell in the second half, but couldn't couldn't score. Um, Defences were on, were on top. I, I think Bristol Rovers will have too much in the final third for Bradford and nick this 2-1. Just on two promoted. Well, look at this one here, Greg. We've got promoted for a screen against relegated Scunthorpe United. You know, you know what, Craig? I'm going to put five pounds on Scunthorpe getting something from this game. I don't predict it. I predict Forest Green will win three nil. But football being football this season, Craig, I'm going to put a little fifty p on a draw for Scunthorpe or and and a win to see. And I'll give the winnings to charity because we never know. But I can't predict anything other than a Forest Green win. Uh, they need to still book their ideas up a little bit for a screen. They did win at Colchester last time out, so yeah. 3 0 for a screen. Yeah, for a screen, five Scunthorpe nil. An absolute um, top versus bottom whitewash. Well, it should be, but we'll see. Harrogate Town hosting Colchester United. Next up, Craig Colchester United, who have battled wonderfully well. Um, they, got, they had themselves in big trouble, but they battled back. Yeah. Harrogate had the win over. Um, scums out, which we suspected last time, but they are playing really bad, really poorly at the moment. Harrogate, um, I'm gonna say nil nil. I've no wow. confidence in Harrogate at all. I think they're playing so bad, they're one of the worst teams on form in the division. No, I think, I think that three nil win, uh, Jack Diamond got got um on the score sheet again. Um, I think Harrogate are gonna win this, mate, two nil. Uh, takes us to Hypo Salford. Good game. This Good one game. on the yeah. T side. Um, Salford still holding out a bit of hope. Uh, they're not too, only four points off, but it's the amount of teams they've got to get past, Craig. You know, Sutton, Swindon, and Mansfield are sat, three very good teams sat outside the playoffs there. I think all those three will get in. And it's just the amount of teams that Salford have to get past. It's not necessarily points, you know. There's a lot of teams from overhaul to even get in. I don't think they will. And I think Graham Lee will make it for. A, um, a bad day on side for Gary Boyer. Hattie Bull, 2-0 to win. I think it'll shock him on the northeast coast because it's going to be it's going to be bitterly cold. It's going to be really, really cold on Saturday up here. It really is. Yeah, but you know what? I think I think Salford now, mate, have got have gone mm, 10 unbeaten, I'm gonna say. Um and I think that puts them in. I think they've got a right chance, they've got a couple of games in hand. Um, over, no, well, one game over most teams in the past. Yeah, but the the, the, ten, the ten unbeaten. Um, so M, MK Dons and Ipswich have got the longest unbeaten runs, twelve and eleven. Then Salford and Liverpool are also ten unbeaten. Um, uh, and and I, I I think I think Salford are going to win this. I think Salford are going to win this two one. And Gary Boy's team are going to have a right push. They may have left it too late, 
We'll have is a right there, push at the end of the season. At it, Craig, is there a way for Mane to step up a bit? So yeah, and, and if they're doing it a bit hard, though, if they are going to get up there. Um, next up, what a game this one is, Craig Mansfield. As we said, entertaining Northampton oh. Town. This is it. Eighth place, third. If Mansfield win, they'd have to win five 0 to go above Northampton, but they go level on points here. Mansfield, who I think is still going to get promoted, I think Mansfield is still going to go up automatically. Craig, I think they've got it in them. They can dig in. I think they're going to have a little run here. Um, and I think they'll get the better of Northampton, who I do fear for Northampton a little bit, Craig. They've been in the top three for much of the season, especially yeah. the second half. I think they could drop right out the playoffs as well. I fear a little bit for them. And I think Mansfield will win this one 2 0. Feel me, I look at the form and will they cancel each other out? Um, I'm going to give. I'm going to give Northampton the benefit of the doubt here and say that they're going to, going to get a point in a one-all draw. Uh, Newport County hosting Exeter City here, Craig. Newport in fifth. Um, another two of these teams on, on, on 63 points. Exeter City now, we're moving a bit clear in second. The five yeah. points clear apart there in fourth. So I think they're heading towards promotion now. Good luck to everyone down at St. James's. Newport, they need to get Dom Telford firing. He's got a month now without a goal. I did see in the stats and uh, it, this is a good game this one I'm going to give ooh, I don't think Newport will keep clean sheets but if Tom Telford score I'm going to say I'm going to say two all here Newport two Exeter two yeah I, I, I fancy Exeter to nick this two one so Newport one Exeter two Rochdale at turn in Swindon here. Swindon, who are still banging it, Craig, drawing two points off the playoffs. Yeah. I think, as I said, I think Mansell, Swindon, Sutton could very well fill those, get fill the playoff spots. I think these three are better than the teams above them, and I think they'll show it. And Swindon will go to Rochdale and, and win. Oh, that's a, yeah, 2 0. Yeah, I, I think they'll win as well, Graham. They, they don't draw many games, do they? Uh, swim and win, lose, and win, lose. Harry McGurdy, one of the best strikers in the division, who has come up yeah, this season. Yeah, I think he'll be on the score sheet, and I think they will beat Rochdale 2 1. This on two. Wow, what a game here, Craig. Yeah. This is the one. This is the one. This could be the game of the weekend. Stephen Ejecta and Oldham. Oldham winning last time out, like I predicted, Craig. They beat Leighton Orient. They went and got a brilliant win. It really was at home. They needed that. They got it. And they are against Stevenage, who, um, yeah, hasn't quite come right for Steve Evans yet, but it's going to be a tough... What a game, Mrs. Craig. This really is going to be a humdinger. But I think they'll both won't want to lose this, Craig, and they'll cancel each other out. They'll know. Um... I think, I think both managers will see it. There's plenty of other games they can win. This isn't a winner-takes-all game by any stretch. They're both level on points. I think Stephen at home, mate, will go out and think they need to win this. And because of that, I think they will get the win. 2-1. Uh, and that takes on to Tranmere Rovers, entertaining one of the form teams in division. Who'd have thought this, Craig? I mean, when you were tipping Carlisle for relegation, to be fair, it's a very different scenario in manager to what was there before. But what a job Paul Simpson is doing at Carlisle. Craig. Unbelievable. Absolutely amazing. Unbelievable. The, what what the, um, 12 points clear of the trouble when they were, they were I think it took over in the bottom two or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I thought they were going to go down, mate. I thought yeah, they were going down. That, and it wasn't 
it wasn't you being biased or silly. They were right down there playing the awful football and they made the change. Yeah. We did wonder about the change, but fair play to Carlisle. What a change that's been, and it's made the difference. Uh, they're traveling to Tranmere Rovers, who again, I do worry for try. I think Tranmere one of the teams who might drop out the playoffs if I'm being brutally honest. But and they need to pick up the form, Tranmere. They need to put shut me up and pick up some form because it's been yeah. very, very patchy of late. Um You've got to go with four. I don't see Kyle losing this game, Craig. I think one uh, Um I think Tramia need to win this and they'll go all out to win. Uh, and because of that, I think they will get a win. I think they'll they'll win 2-1. Uh, and they need a win. If, they, if they're going to get promoted, mate, they need to win games like this and they will win 2-1. Uh, takes on the final game of the Saturday slate, Craig. Walsall entertain Lady Orange. Interesting game this one with Mickey Flynn and Richie Bellens in charge. I tell you what, Craig, I'll put my, these two teams, they're in 16 centimetres now, not pulling yeah. any trees. These two will be in the mix next season, these two. Yeah. They're really yeah, two big, yeah. two big clubs who finally have appointed two very good mindsets. So these two clubs will be right in the mix next season. Uh being entertaining game, this one maybe two all, but yeah, these two projects for next season. Yeah, 15th and 16th in the league are the one point between them. Um I'm going to give Warsaw the benefit being at home. Warsaw 2, Leighton Orient 1, but it should be a, a good game. And I agree with you, next season, uh, both will be right up there in the in the top the top 6-7. That brings to us to end a very enjoyable episode covering all sorts of aspects, Craig. But yeah, until next week. Have a great weekend, guys. <laughs>